The Lux Ops Here podcast with Scott Bowser is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Use promo code LSH for a 50% deposit bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. Mybookie.ag, promo code LSH. And since you're here, you might as well hit subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and leave a little review telling us how great we are and how much we entertain you every week. And this week, is this show is really going to be no exception. Uh, I've been looking forward to this one for a while. From Brooklyn, New York, my buddy, Asterios Kokonos. Asterios, how you doing, pal? I'm doing all right. Hey there, degenerate gamblers. What's going on, kids? <laughs> oh, man, dude. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. Dude, I am... I am in full-on Dogecoin fever mode right now. I don't know about... Oh, my... Well, okay, what did you buy at, and what is it currently at? Uh, I bought it a nickel, originally. Bought at five cents. Okay, all right. Because that's where I thought it was going to stop. I was like, five cents, everybody get out. This is a joke coin. Don't you get it? But it's like, apparently, everybody still thinks this joke is pretty funny. What is it up to now? It's like... Well, it hit 50 cents. It hit... 50 cents and then it's kind of leveled back down to like 30 cents i think right now if like i'll, I'll check oh it right now live god god <laughs> damn it it's at 29.70 oh, cents right now i remember like and look this isn't old man talk this is just a couple of years ago where it's like if it hits a penny it'll be a miracle like Everybody had uh, people were like, "Yeah, I got fifty thousand Doge coins." It's it's just a joke. It's the joke coin. Yeah. Thirty cent, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's been kind of a fun ride. I bought it a couple of months ago as a joke, and then yeah, all of a sudden, and I bought a little bit uh, more again yesterday because I was like, you know what? Uh, I saw it dipping after it hit that fifty cents, and I was like, you know, there's a good chance this hits a dollar. Let's have some fun with it. There's no way it doesn't hit a dollar now. God. Damn it, I've got to buy Dogecoin now. <laughs> ah, fuck. Am I breaking the Dogecoin news to you? Is, this, is, that, is that what's going on here, dude? Uh, look, man, I'm old, man. <laughs> we still believe the crap we believe. That's like, true. But, like, your first impression of something is kind of what you think from that point on. My first impression of Dogecoin is joke. Everyone else's first impression is like, oh, it's, it's fucking Elon Musk's next big hit meat like meme let's oh god damn it all right what else do you have what else is in your crypto stack oh i have uh mostly bitcoin but then uh i have a little bit of a cardano too cardano all right what's the gimmick behind cardano talk, talk i, I don't really know that. i i listened to alan strickland williams and james fritz's crypto podcast and that's when they were talking about podcast yeah it's, it's called fake money I, i'm gonna give them a non-sponsored little shout out there um but no i was listening to them and like they're talking about this and they were saying uh like uh the cardano is one of those ones that has a like a lot of experts are saying could hit ten dollars in the next few years i got in at like a dollar 19 i think dollar 20 and what's it up to um it's uh it got up to a dollar 50 all right that's good but it's at like a dollar let me take let's take a look right where it's at dollar 40 right now yeah it's been dipping a little so all right and and look my guess is that you're because my girlfriend is humongous into crypto like um like she bought chain link at like six cents or something and uh i think it just i think it just hit its all-time high of 44 dollars yeah wow yeah i know um 
Like, are you one of these people that, like, never, never sells? Are you like, I'm going to hold until I literally die? Kind of. I mean, I have a number in my head on each one where it's like, if I get to that much and I have that much, I'm selling and, you know, I'm retiring basically on it kind of thing. Like, Okay. but uh, All right. But you're not going to sell until you never have to work again. It sounds like yeah, that's your price. That's on some of these, like, Doge. Like, it was such a joke purchase. I bought 30. I... I I bought like 630 something Doge. I think I have 633 total now on, on my two purchases. The first okay. one on uh, 30 bucks, it got me, got me like 550 Dogecoin. The way I see it is if that's stupid 30 bucks that I've, I, I gamble more. I've already gambled more than that on baseball and uh, college FCS for college football this afternoon. So, I mean, I, I don't really give a shit about that 30 bucks. The, the thing is, is like, that's 30 bucks is the one that might possibly 10 years from now be worth a million dollars. Like, whereas none of my other bets, like I, I bet a game it's over in an afternoon. At least with this, I have some long-term action on it. That's the way I look at it as a degenerate gambler. All right, look, I'm going to ask a really stupid question right now. All right. Okay. And by the way, there's no stupid questions I, on this show, dude. Come on, buddy. No, 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 <laughs> you're not. No, this is, well, then it's a first like, with Chainlink, there's the whole idea that it solves the Oracle problem and it can be used to facilitate smart contracts. With Bitcoin, you get the sense that it's like the gold of crypto. Like Bitcoin is the dollar. Like it's this the, is it's the, the standard. Currency. Yeah, right. It, it's become the standard. What the fuck is the practical real world application of Dogecoin? Uh, and don't say to make me money because that oh you'll piss me off no 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 i think it's more to like kind of stick it to tra traditional financial institutions if you really want like a real answer from me on that like no, that sounds about right it's like it's 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 almost you know it's like the game stock thing like right. where it's just like the more that like the biggest like names in finance hate on dogecoin the funnier it is to buy another 20 bucks worth of it <laughs> okay okay Congratulations, you've made the first ever successful argument for Dogecoin. It's a middle finger to Wall Street. It's like, yeah, we know it's a joke. And we we know it's a joke. I would rather put it here than your bullshit Robin Hood. Right, exactly. Oh, hey, I'm so sorry. Uh, can you keep rolling for just one second? I need to put you on mute for one second. So yeah, no problem, man. No problem. So he's putting me on mute. That means one thing and one thing only. He's probably downloading some sort of questionable material. I'm not going to say what's what, but we all know we're all thinking the same thing of what he's possibly downloading right now that I'm on mute where it's like, it's, he's not even on video with me for this one. We're just doing this audio only. So uh, usually I'm looking at the people as I zoom with them here in this particular case, we are completely not looking at each other. And I can only imagine if he had to mute me for something, what kind of heinous deed this is <laughs> like, I personally, I don't want to know, um, but hey, I'm I can I can improvise solo. I can go live. I can do a Bill Burr type show where I just randomly talk about something for an hour. I mean, you guys don't want to hear that, I don't think, but I think I can pull it off. Like, I have a lot of stupid thoughts about all kinds of dumb garbage. But after this Joe Dogecoin discussion, I have a fun little uh, segment plan, and I, I really hope you guys. Um, now he comes back soon, so we can uh, really get that going. Uh, yeah, I hope everybody's uh, listening to this. You know, this is a good time if you're listening and, uh, you know, you want to go get yourself a drink or, uh, you know, smoke a bowl or something. I, I recommend that. You know, you're not going to miss too much. 
I did make a good successful argument for Dogecoin being uh, a solid fuck you, and that's that's kind of my stance on it. That's kind of the way I feel about Bitcoin too, if you want to be perfectly honest. Um, but uh, yeah, so all right, um, I'm going to just keep this gravy train rolling here. Uh, I got a funny thing. Uh, I got a big announcement actually, where I'm going to be featured in an ESPN 30 for 30 coming up in the upcoming season. So be on the lookout for that. It's about American Gladiators. Um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to mention that, but I didn't sign anything So uh, on it. So, hey, they uh, can't say they told me because I don't I haven't signed anything yet. So, um, um, yeah. That's about that, and well, Stereo should be back here in just a second. I uh, <laughs> keep going. I don't think I don't know how Bill Burr does it. To be honest with you, how he fucking like. I need someone you know to go happy time riff with, but you know Burr, man, that guy's a fucking powerhouse, dude. You can just sit there and talk about the uh, weather or whatever. I don't know. I don't really listen to his show much. I've heard. I think I listened like once. He talked about a barbecue. Um, all right, you know what I'm gonna do? So I'm gonna pause this, and then when Asterios comes back, um, yeah. Delivery guy came at the worst time. Uh, we're not so, live, are we? No, nah, I paused it, but then I just unpa- I, I paused it. I t- I talked for like I rambled for like a couple minutes, and then uh, I I made a big announcement that I uh, because I th- my shows were kind of delayed coming out this week because oh. I I had I'm I'm in Vegas now, as you know, but I had to uh, go to L.A. earlier in the week for a uh, thing where uh. I'm going to be in an ESPN 30 for 30 about American Gladiators as a talking head interview. Eh, why? Wait, did, did you like win the most money ever gambling on American Gladiators? <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's a funny story. A good friend of mine's directing it and uh, he's looking for people like, dude, like they have some random. I don't, I don't know if I can say who else they have, but like they have That's random. Okay. You don't have to say you don't have to spoil it. They have like a this is like a picture like more of a comedic angle on this so i think they have other comics that are gonna be in on it too so it's kind of funny like i was a huge fan of it as a kid though so yeah it fucking rules and And i want one of those tennis ball cannons so bad you got no fucking clue oh yeah dude uh also my local like um whatchamacallit a comic book shop growing up they used to have a yearly event like on labor day weekend like like for like a going back to school thing kind of where they'd Get a bunch of rain gutters, line them up in the parking lot, make a hundred foot banana split, and usually a couple of gladiators would show up to sign headshots. Oh, uh, wait, which ones? Nitro. I remember I got diamonds. Yes. I definitely. I think Nitro stopped by once. I definitely got diamonds. Fucking uh, autograph. Oh my god, I want to meet diamonds so bad. You have no well, idea. yeah. So Bro, it's looking so like hot. I'm uh, part of this. I. It, I don't want to jinx it, but it's looking like I'm going to get a chance to meet Malibu. Look, from your lips to God's ears, okay? I'm not going to I'm going <laughs> to knock on all the wood in my apartment right now that you and Malibu get to spend a little time together. Now, so is this kind of an admission that ESPN has run out of topics to explore? I don't know, dude, because a Gladiators was a huge moment in like the like like sports entertainment cultural crossover of the early eighties, early nineties. There, look, L- like look, it, look, there's a reason you think why. I don't like American Gladiator. <laughs> you, you think I don't know American?
American Gladiators rules? I know it rules, but like some uh, ESPN. Remember when 30 for 30 was the whole thing where it would be like. How many yeah, college football yeah, players that got cancer did. can they possibly do fucking documentaries on? Like, and it's, I think you got. I think the Gladiators one's a breath of fresh air in in the abyss of uh, thirty for thirties because there are so many and they're, they're they're all pretty good. But this is my friend uh, Ben Berman directing it. He was on a previous episode of this show, and he directed the uh, Amazing Jonathan doc on Hulu. I don't know if you saw that. I have not seen it, but I love the Amazing Jonathan and. I think his story is really inspiring. Yeah, you definitely got to see this doc. It's really good, and you'll, you could, I, you could, that doc should kind of give you an idea of like how, because like an American Gladiator's thirty for thirty can't possibly take itself too serious, and I think Berman's oh, no, the right guy no to do this. And look, look, I gay, yes, uh, uh, look, let's move back to crypto for a second. Okay. All okay. right. All right. So, all right. So you, all right. So so right now you're holding Bitcoin and Dogecoin and what was that other one? Cardano. I got like twenty something called? Cardano coin, like twenty four Cardano coins, I think. Yeah. Cardano coin. Is it named after some dude named like James Cardano? Like, I wish the like is- the Vinny Cardano coin. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come down to Canarsie and get yourself some Vinny Cardanos. Hey, come down to Cardanos. We got ices and cryptocurrency. <laughs> I got ice. <laughs> Hey, uh, you know, I got a tracksuit here because uh, I bought it with my Cardano coins. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, this I got a wallet it. chain and the blockchain. It's honestly, it's just a big block of ice. <laughs> ice is here at Cardano's. Hey, um, all right. Look, here's this is what I'm tired of. Everybody going like, oh, I've made this on crypto. I've made that. I'm the smart. Here's what I want to hear about. People who have who have gone broken are now homeless because of crypto. Yeah, I want that's hear, what I need. I want to hear the people that just keep putting like everything at the absolute wrong time and they panic sell on their way out and yeah. just keep getting killed. That would be really funny, dude. Yeah, that's what I want. I want. I want to taste that salt. I want that salt <laughs> so bad because I fucking look, man. I bought. I bought. I bought a GameStop at like two forty-five. Oh man. And I, Sold at forty five, and then it went back up, and I'm and everyone was like, "You should have diamond hands." It's like, oh, "Fuck you!" Man, like, fuck God off. No, it's so, yes, yes. It's a fucking circle jerk. It's a it's a huge. Uh, that's that's why I think though that like Doge is a great like fuck you to Wall Street. I really do. Like, I think it's a funny thing. Like, I would rather do this than give it to any of you fucking hedge fund fucking ghouls like yes yes of course yes no one likes hedge fund ghouls you know but I... <laughs> can somebody please just i can, can, i just want one story of someone who like who like went homeless and had to sell their had to sell their kids college fund because of crypto just one just something to make me feel better how about please. this how about this uh, someone who didn't even go homeless necessarily but like uh, root bottomed out. Okay, so, I'm listening. So Look, I'm really, like, I'm uh, really hoping for a homelessness story, but I'll take what I maybe can. Maybe like like blowing people at like a truck stop bathroom for Bitcoin. I'll take it. All right, all right. <laughs> do you what? Do you what? Do you know somebody? No, you know, no, like, I don't. I don't have that like, one. But I think I mean Mary oh, from the Bronx. <laughs> maybe one. Of, yeah, I wish I wish I had uh, like a live call in line for people that like. 
if I was doing this live, so people, Mary, I get like Larry King live, like yeah, Mary exactly. from the Bronx. Have have <laughs> have you sucked dick for point oh 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 one Bitcoin? You don't know anyone who's lost money in crypto. That's the thing. Everybody keeps the losses a secret. Yeah. Oh, they'll tell you all the money they've they've gained in this goddamn bullshit. Oh, well, they will not tell you about the losses. But you know what the worst people are are the are like you said though the Elon Musk like uh fucking sycophants like I I don't get the I I don't, I don't understand for the life of me anybody being like a fan of any billionaire for any reason. Well, of course not. Yes, it makes no sense and it's weird. I met Mark Cuban at a bar here in Vegas a couple years ago and I believe he bought me a beer. He was a really nice guy, but I wouldn't say I'm a fan of his. Like I think it's cool like he's a nice guy for being a rich dude that like and was approachable in public and we had a, we talked for a few minutes and you know it's cool but like that's that's it dude I'm like I'm not I'm not going to fucking build a monument to the guy like I mean like you know like we have it's like we look up to the people we want to be everybody wants to be rich Everybody wants to have gotten rich from doing nothing, which is the dream of cryptocurrency. It's just, yeah, no, that's what if you didn't do shit. Well, and think about it like this, dude. The stock market came you know, has been around forever. This is a chance to buy in, like on the first fifteen years of something new. Whereas, like, the, you know, we don't have that luxury because stock market stuff's all generational at this point. Yeah, so, cri- crypto is like the one, like, it's like it's better than a lotto ticket to me. Because the lot of tickets like that you l- lose after one drawing, and there's inherently no value at all after that. Even if crypto tanks, there might be still be something there for you. It's in bites in a stupid wallet. You're gonna lose your weird fourteen word password to God. Something, nothing. It's not. It's literally nothing. <laughs> it's it's it, that's, at least at least I can clonk another homeless guy over the head with a bar of gold. You know, it's funny so that I, I accidentally steal, disconnected. So I can steal their sleeping bag and have a place to crash. I accidentally disconnected your channel in the beginning of that rant, and that makes it even fucking funnier, dude, to me. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Make me so upset! I'm so pissed off! It's pretty hilarious how it's, it's, I mean, it's the, crypto is the Seinfeld of currencies. It's a show, it's a, it's a currency, it's a, it's a coin about nothing. Yes, it's, oh, it makes you so angry. And look. By the way, I'm only angry because I don't really own very much crypto. <laughs> You're if not, I own crypto, you don't have enough skin like, in the game. <laughs> yeah, of course. Look, if I own crypto, I'd be like, well, you have to understand, we're the new investors. And, uh, you know, it's about time to like, you know, generational wealth is a real problem. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's about time that, uh, that the little guy, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's the, you know, crypto, crypto markets don't work bankers hours. You know, yeah. it's, it's the crypto markets are open when, when, when you're ready to buy or sell. Like, uh, the blockchain is democratized. Yeah, I'd say all that shit, but I don't have any money! <laughs> oh, I'm so pissed off. Okay, well, I'm going to cheer you up uh, now. I'm going to cheer you up with some tragedy. How about that? Oh, no, okay. I know what your topic is. <laughs> okay. And, look, let's just hope any of my future employers don't hear this. <laughs> what do you got? Okay, Bring it. What's the so topic? I, I have two. Well, it's okay. I found two, a couple different lists, and I think I got two to work off of here. I'm gonna kind of go back and forth because they're pretty funny, but it's a list of celebrities. Oh, they're hysterical. <laughs> they're pretty funny. Yes, they're it's a list of celebrities born on September 11th. Now that's 
It's a very unfortunate birthday. It's a bad birthday because, especially for some of these people born, you know, where you spent quite a chunk of your life with your birthday really not having much national significance. Then all of a sudden, one day. One plane load of crazies, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, it's actually surprisingly easy to get a Chuck E. Cheese on this day. Wait a minute. We need to be thinking about this as a positive for a second. (laughs) Like, imagine this. You want to get married on that day. It's probably, you could probably get it much cheaper. No, that's a huge thing now, actually. 9-11 weddings are a huge thing because you can get an insane discounted rate if you're willing to do tie the knot on 9-11. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and look, here's how I would do it. Here's how I would do it. Midnight wedding. So it's like all the, so it's like all of the, uh, all of like the invitations and shit say 9-10. But it's like, look, you you actually are getting married on 9-11. Yeah. Like, uh, what do you think? Midnight 9-11 wedding. What do you think? I, I mean, I we think. We have to rent the hall for two days. So I think so I'm actually losing money on this. Wait, what were you going to say? Sorry. I, cut no, you off. I, I just think it's a fucking. Uh, it's it's just a, an unfortunate day in history. But the fact that all these people I'm about to list share it. Um. It's it, it's really something to behold. Okay, so number twenty on this, uh, it's thefamouspeople.com. I, I really had to find some top notch journalism here. Thefamouspeople.com. <laughs> yeah. Not even famouspeople.com. No, no. <laughs> famous okay, people. love it, love it, love it. Uh, American actor Scott Patterson was born on this day, nineteen fifty eight. Fuck is Scott Patterson? I don't know, but he looks kind of familiar in this picture. I'm looking at of him. He he wears like a bandana under the. Uh, um bowler hat kind of look so i think he was an actor in the 80s and you know but okay i think we got a good one on number number 19 here wrestling personality paul Heyman. paul Heyman was born on september 11th yeah and i know you're a wrestling fan so. i'm a huge wrestling fan wow <laughs> so i thought you would appreciate that paul Heyman was born on september 11th <laughs> i certainly and yeah, you know what I also appreciate that he has never brought that up for heat. Yeah. Interviews and promos. Paulie Paulie dangerously getting some cheap heat off of thousands and thousands of innocent deaths. I mean. It's like a remarkable amount of restraint from from Paul E. Dangerously, a guy who used to clock people over the head with a big cell phone. I mean, to me, he's he's really the guy with the big brick phone more than Zach Morris. A lot of people call it the oh. Zach Morris phone. To me, it's yeah, the Paul E. Dangerously the phone. Paul E. Dangerously phone. And, you, and you'd be a fool to not call it that. You'd be a fool to, to think otherwise. You know, so, yeah, I, I, that was one of the on this list that really stood out to me as an amazing one. Okay, next one. British uh, actor and personality Johnny Vegas. So I got a local connection here. Jonathan Vegas. Wait. Johnny Vegas. He's a British. Isn't guy. Johnny Vegas? Uh, isn't Johnny Vegas that puppet monkey? That monkey puppet? I, I think so. You know. You don't even know who Johnny Vegas is, I have do no, you? I have no idea who Johnny. Do Vegas. me a favor. I'm looking at a picture favor. of a guy who kind of looks like a better, uh, more together Mark Addy. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I don't. I no look. Now I'm the idiot. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Mark Addy is? He played Robert Baratheon on season one of Game of Thrones. Oh, I don't like Game of Thrones too much. Well, he also played uh, Barney Rubble, I think, or in one of the Flintstone movies. In Viva Rock Vegas? I think he was in Viva Rock Vegas. I think that was the one he was in, yeah. Oh, well, 
another Vegas connection. Yeah, and then he was also in uh, that show, that sitcom with uh, Jamie Gertz from uh, Lost Boys. The sitcom is called Lost Boys. No, or? the the Jamie Gertz, the hot girl from Lost, the Lost Boys, the eighties well, vampire the, movie. I I am aware of Jamie Jamie. I I do know who Jamie Gertz is. They were on a sitcom together on like ABC. I want to say in like the early two thousands. I forget the name of it. Okay. Uh, maybe it was like something like uh, Still Standing. No, I don't know. This I I can see you've really done your research. Scott. Really, yeah, I'm I, I I'm a top notch really researcher, your, dude. You really have your. Hey, <laughs> I, I didn't quite do too much research. Let's keep in mind, man. I've I've been cramming on gladiators for the last couple of weeks. So uh... look, that's true. Look, look, that's true. I look, you've been you've been hard at work. Do, do you ever watch? You know, Pluto TV has that channel. that's just There's... only the American gladiators. Yes, I. Do you think I didn't watch it? Like. That channel's so <laughs> that, goddamn. <laughs> that channel's the best, dude. Yes, it is. I don't. Because they I run the seasons what? in order, so if you binge it properly, you can watch like a whole storyline develop of this ragtag demolition derby driver from Phoenix coming out of the nowhere to to win the whole thing. Going all the way, and then like it's fun, like because you you know you're watching one day. And then, like, like you tune in a couple of weeks later, and like one of the contestants gets hired as a gladiator, and it's like well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a, no, that's a nice promotion there. Okay, well, after Johnny Vegas, number seventeen on the list, I got Dan Quinn, former Atlanta Falcons head coach. I believe he's now the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, it's a shame that he wasn't coordinating our defenses that day. Uh, he, now he next, we really could have used, really used a some someone like him. Number 16, uh, we got novelist, British novelist, D.H. Lawrence. Now, he died in 1930, so I don't even know why he's on this list. It's kind of irrelevant to me. But number 15, this one's very funny to me. This one might, is one of the ones that made me laugh the hardest. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, American musician Moby. Oh, yes, I did know that. <laughs> That's the one that so far that fits. Where it's like, yeah, I mean, that bummer, that human bummer, Dude, like just... li- walking tumor Moby uh, was born on 9-11. Yes, he was. Dude, like, honestly, like, I feel like in a sick way, it, like the events of 9-11-2001 cheered him up like, on his like, birthday. Oh, great. Now people aren't paying attention to me. Because he's such Yay. a fucking miserable prick. Like. Uh, but that one, that, that, when Moby was like, I dated, uh, I dated Princess Amidala. Princess Amidala was like, A, no, you didn't. B, I was like 15. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you, Moby? Yeah, what a weird, like, that, that's a weird flex. Be like, hey, remember that girl from Star Wars when she was really young? Oh, I know, exactly. <laughs> hey, dude. Yeah, get over yourself, Moby. You know he's related to Herman Melville, right? That now again, things are making sense because Prince, because dating a teenage Princess Amidala was his white whale, and in the end, <laughs> it did destroy him. <laughs> yeah, and it, uh, I guess he's related. That's why he took on the moniker Moby because of Melville's oh, classic oh, Moby Dick. Oh yes, now yes, okay, this is all making sense to me. Yes, um, look. I'm not going to rip on Moby 
too much because it seems like life has beaten me to the punch. Yeah. But so far, <laughs> really good, bir- really good birthday. All right, well, who's next? Okay, next we got fo- legendary Alabama football head coach Bear Bryant. What? Yeah. The man in the houndstooth hat himself, uh, he died in 1983, born 1913. So, uh, yeah, he, uh, I believe he died, like, coming off a plane. Like, he was a heavy alcoholic, and uh, so it's kind of funny. Hey. No, I'm sorry. Let me let you make this 9-11 joke real quick. I I mean, I just, I mean, you can go ahead. I'm just saying, like, he... I, I think he started having a heart attack on the plane and then they landed and then he like they pulled him off and died. But like there was a plane trip somehow involved in his 9-11 death, but he did not die on that 9-11, you know, 9-11, 1983. Things were different. Reagan was bringing back economics. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> so what did he just like fall down the stairs? I don't like, know. I I think he like had like I think it was like a stroke triggered by his fucking alcoholism. That triggered a heart there attack. Are consequences to drinking? What are these? Con- this is the first I've heard of this. What are these <laughs> consequences? <laughs> okay. Well, Bear Bryant, you are one of our favorite 9-11 birthdays. Oh, no. Yeah, he died hey. in January. I don't know why I thought he Okay. Next up, we got... Uh, you may know her from Field of Dreams, uh, actress Amy Madigan. Look, I'll be honest. I... The only thing I know from Field of Dreams is the ghosts. Yeah. I can identify each and every one of those ghosts. Uh, if you watch it, Kevin Costner's wife is a firecracker wife who's protesting uh, the conservatives in town trying to ban a book. You know what I would do if I were her? I'd, I'd, I'd go up to Mickey Mantle's ghost and Babe Ruth's ghost, and I'd be like, I'll give you a bottle of ghost whiskey. I think Mickey Mantle was alive when Field of Dreams came out. That would, be, a, that would have been hilarious, hey. though, if they still would have had his ghost there. Hey, 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 hey Barry Ponce's ghost. Hey, hey get Jose Canseco's ghost. <laughs> like, like, dude, I'm 25. <laughs> get Ken Griffey Jr.'s ghost. <laughs> and also, I can see you're hanging out with Yao Ming's ghost. Go scare a bunch of these olds. I'll give you a bottle of ghost whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense to me. (laughs) Okay, that's actress Amy Madigan. I forget some of her other credits, but here's someone I have no idea who she is, but uh, Sharia Saran, an Indian actress. I think she's like a Bollywood star. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know, I, I don't think it's as funny for her. But this next person is very funny. Another one of my favorite, like, Moby was up there on this. But uh, next one, director Brian De Palma. Okay, that pervert director. I can see he probably throws like a big 9-11 birthday party as a joke. And he has like two cakes and like, (laughs) oh, I get it. Oh, Brian De Palma, master of shock. Now he's born in 1940, so... He's going to be 81 this upcoming 9-11 on the, the 20th anniversary of the of the falling of the towers. Well, uh, he doesn't look a day over a literal Egyptian mummy. Good for him. <laughs> Brian De Palma. Uh, makes that Scarface, uh, the guy getting hung out of the plane scene, though. Maybe it's a little foreshadowing there. I don't know. I don't Everything know. in Scarface is foreshadowing. I, I don't know, of, dude. Of me and what I'll be doing later now, tonight. Next up, <laughs> next up on the list is one of my Who favorite. One of my favorite dudes, uh, professional boxer, 
and bona fide curvy sexy boy Andy Ruiz Jr. So he was born on in uh, 9-11, 1989, and he's, he's a kind of a fat dude, boxer, so that's why I like him. But, uh, yeah, uh, so, yeah, his 12th birthday, you know, that, that might have toughened him up and put him into the, uh, got him ready to be a professional prize fighter there. I doubt it. I doubt the levy, <laughs> lifelong psychic scar of having your 12th birthday ruined by news stories you don't understand. But I don't know. Look, who would win, him or Butterbean? Come on, come on. I like, I, you know, Butterbean's a lot bigger than him, but I, I like Ruiz's athleticism in that case. So, yeah, give me a Ruiz. All right. Look, man, it's hard to, it's hard to bet against someone named Butterbean. It is. Because it he is. just looks like a bunch of butter. You know, <laughs> I love that guy. He looks like a big, I love it. And that was number 10 there. So we are in the top 10 now. Wait, okay, oh, okay, all right, I'm listening. But as we, before we go to the rest of the top ten, I want to know, uh, just let remind people to check out our sponsor, MyBookie.ag. The show works on your deposits over at MyBookie.ag, promo code LSH. Go to the pinned tweet on our page to find the link if, you, you know, you can't remember the promo code, but uh, it's all right there. Uh, Stereos, MyBookie.ag, it's a top-notch operation. Um, they let you bet on all kinds of shit. I wish they let you bet on whose birthdays are on nine eleven. <laughs> well, it seems like you've got the inside track on this. <laughs> or maybe you could bet on who might die on upcoming nine elevens. Uh, well, all right. Who do we really want to die on nine eleven? Dude, I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll give you one right now that would be absolutely hilarious if he died on nine eleven. Okay. Henry Kissinger. Yeah, I like that. Look, whenever that guy goes, it'll be a pretty hilarious day. I also like how we're getting out of the war in Afghanistan on 9-11. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty funny that that's uh, come full circle. We're, right, where, where they're like, ah, it's symbolic. And it's like, oh, what? Symbolic of what? That time we got into a war we shouldn't have got into and yeah. then lost it and then had to leave, like, but in like, shame and defeat? Stubbornly refused to leave, like... Like, basically turned the game board over, but sat yep. there and watched everybody else pick up the pieces and refuse to leave. Yup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, if anything, you, you couldn't have picked 9-12, 9-13. Like, why are you reminding people that we fucked this up so bad? <laughs> and, I mean, it just uh, uh, the irony of it coming on the, the same, happening on the date of uh, our emergency response number. That, that's kind of funny in a weird way. I don't know. That's true. All right, so number nine, uh, we got a good one here. He's pretty famous. I'm listening. Uh, so most people know him as a singer, but he's also done quite a bit of acting. Uh, born in 1967, Mr. Harry Connick Jr. That's so sad. Oh, poor sweet <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. He look. What's that guy ever done? Anybody? You ever see? Remember his old daytime talk show? Harry? Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Yeah, because I used to show his clips on the soup a lot because he wasn't that good. <laughs> it, look, hey, look, and here's what I'm going to say about that show. It employed a lot of people, okay? Yeah. A lot of people ha were able to pay their rent because of that show. So, damn you. Damn if, you! If you got a problem with our boy 9 11 born Harry Connick Jr.'s talk show career, right? I'll, I'll, I'll go to the mattresses over that one. I will fucking. And he was great in the Iron Giant, remember, as that yeah. hippie guy? 
what else has he been in? He's been, dude, he's been good in a lot of stuff. I want to say, like, he'd be one of those guys I'd like to see, like, Tarantino or the Coen brothers kind of reinvent. Oh, my God. Can you imagine a Harry Connick Jr. just using slurs nonstop? Yeah. That's what I masturbate to. I mean, that's what I don't masturbate to. I mean, I don't masturbate. I, I've never masturbated to Why any sort of Harry Connick, uh, dude. No. I masturbate to him following the law. That's my favorite, Harry Connick Jr. Yes, I love it. Oh man, dude. Um, okay, next one we got. This is a, now we're getting political. Are you ready? We got a couple political oh, figures coming oh, up in okay, the next few. Love it. We got uh, former Philippines President Ferdinand Marcos. Is that the guy? So, um, and Amelda Marcos. That's the lady with, like, the million-dollar shoe collection that we all hated in the 90s? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Love it. And uh, then, look, anything that makes his day worse makes my day better. So Yeah, that, yeah. That's that's the thing. The, the, what is it? The, 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 the rare icing and the, the rare, what do we say? The, the rare silver lining to a horrific tragedy was made Amelda Marcos' day worse. I like it. Okay, so we got Maria Bartiromo. Oh, I don't like her. She's that. She's one of those crazy Fox new Fox business people where they're yeah. like, they're too crazy for regular Fox. We have to put them on Fox on, business. Yeah, extra Fox colon extra loony. Yeah, Fox business is like, a, like isn't that where Kennedy's at too? Or like they they're really just scraping the bottom of the crazy barrel over there. Yeah, they uh, but you look, and look, it's everybody. You got, and, everybody's got to work somewhere. <laughs> knowing that, knowing the way how journalists, TV media types are, you know, she had to make that all about her. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't care that I don't care what day the calendar says it is. I don't care what day the history says it is. Where's my cake? I'm Maria <laughs> Barrow. Damn it! Well. well the, one of the least talented. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. And I'm guessing Fox no, no. Business. No, no, I got this. Wait, one second. Sorry, sorry. I got a pull here. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, can you edit all this out? Yeah, sure. Wait, wait, wait. What is it? All right, all right. And taking us back in in three, two, one. I'm Maria Bartiromo. Damn it. The least talented Ramon wrote a song about me. <laughs> Damn it. I'm Maria Bartiromo. Where's my cake? <laughs> Uh, I, I, Fox News or Fox Business people don't strike me as Dogecoin heads. No, or, or like they'll be, or they'll be on TV and they'll be like, how cryptocurrency is make is putting heroin directly in our kids' yeah. veins. And then the moment the cameras go off, they're like, hey, uh, uh, can you buy me a uh, 10,000 Dogecoin, please? Uh, make, make it work. Make the wallet thing work, please. The, uh, I don't know how the wallet thing They'll works. have like, uh, it'll be like, uh, like, the secret behind Bitcoin and like a promo and it'll just be like some like old stereotypical Jewish man, like rubbing his hands together. And then like, like a bunch of like fundamentalist Islamists training, you know, and yes. be, <laughs> exactly. you don't know where this money comes from. <laughs> yeah. Until, until the moment they can profit off it. And then they'll be like, now introducing Foxo currency, <laughs> the only crypto backed by the truth of Fox news. But, Dude, that's actually a brilliant idea, dude. Like, create the Fox. This is how we become billionaires, Asterios. 
We create the Fox Business crypto coin before Fox Business does. And we use their... And we also do this for the Washington Redskins. <laughs> Wait, okay. Because Washington, I don't quite understand that last point. Because the Washington Redskins, uh, there's no copyright laws that we would have to fight on that one. Because oh, they, that's right. Because they it's lost a their slur. federal copyright because it's a slur. So we yeah, could technically can't create. Copyright slurs. We, can't, we could make Washington Redskins coin. I, lo- I love it. In a crypto I offer. I love it. That's actually a funny idea, dude. Like, that's it's like a really fucking good idea. It's a mean, mean troll move, and like, fuck Dan Snyder and the the owner of the Washington football team. But yeah, wait, how have they still not fixed that? Is it still? It's the, still the yeah, it's still the Washington football still, team. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, that's how they do it, like European soccer teams and shit. You know, it's just like Liverpool Football Club. Look, I mean. It's called FC. They should be Washington I'll, FT, but an FT sounds like so. I don't know, like a fuck thong or something. I, I don't know. Like, okay, well, again, now you've got my once again, Scott. You've hit a million dollar idea: the Washington fuck thong. <laughs> Man, and you know their football team used, fans used to be known as the Hogs, or I mean, <laughs> the fuck thong works with the Hogs. Like, it's. It's a. I've got to say, there's one thing I want to think uh, about Dan Schneider in. It's him wearing a fuck thong, like that's that that's oh. now you you just you've made my day here. A burgundy and gold fuck thong. <laughs> <laughs> Repping right, exactly. Yeah. Flying the colors with feathers hanging off the fucking pee hole. Real tomahawk shit. All right. Man, I you know who would have thought that the Maria Bartomo one would have gone all the way over to Dan Snyder wearing a fuck thong. That's that's how far these some of these can veer off with nine eleven birthdays. You just you know you know what a nine eleven birthdays like? It's like a gender reveal party where you never know it's where it's gonna land. From the twisted mind of Scott Bowser, <laughs> dude, th- we should do, we should pitch a show to TLC where it's just us doing bad gender reveal parties. <laughs> Well, I mean, the worst gender reveal parties are the real ones that cause fire. Cause like yeah. four, yeah, like like it, like multi-state forest fires. Yeah, yeah, the, those ones re- suck. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, you know, I think reality might have beaten us to the punch on this one. All right, so next up on the list, uh, you know, somebody I like, and I'm also a big fan of her brother, is a uh, actress Virginia Madsen. Ooh, okay, you got my attention. Yeah, I like her. Uh, uh, I can't think of anything she's in off the top of my head. But I love that scene in Reservoir Dogs where her brother cuts the cop's ear off. That's Don't pretty cool. I love that scene. And, and it only and as the years go by, it only gets sweeter. Yeah, no, it's like uh, they're really on to something there with that, you know. Um, it's something to it. Okay, next up on the list. This is one of the funnier ones to me, too. Because okay. uh, he's born in 1977. So 9-11 would have been like his 24th birthday, and it was right when he was first starting to get some real success going in his career. So I imagine like his birthday party was really fucking awkward. Like, But uh, rapper and actor, Ludacris. Not Luda! <laughs> oh, he deserves a great birthday. He's so good in those goddamn... Uh, uh, Car racing movies. Yeah, the, the Fast and the Furious. 
so great in those Fast and Furious movies. Dude, he also, I mean, he, he, I think he's more worthy of like a Columbus Day birthday. Uh, any particular re- okay i'm willing to agree with you but can you pl- can you justify what you just said i don't know he's, and he's, if you can't it's okay i, I don't think i can i was thinking like columbus day arbor day but 9 11 that's just a rough one i don't know you know it's... no no that sucks man that's no that's of all the goddamn birthdays i'm surprised he doesn't have a bunch of 9 11 conspiracy theory songs i think that'd be really cool i, I, I think that'd be a great career move on his part Oh look, he could corner. He, uh, he could corner the market. Yeah. <laughs> so far, right, right now, we don't have any. I can't think of a single rapper who's like, who's like, the numbers don't add up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, look, Jet I, fuel I know can't I'm, melt steel beams. I got, yeah, exactly. I got these diamond rings, or I don't know. <laughs> but so far, because what Jim Caviezel, Jim Caviezel, you mean Jim Jesus? Uh, he he's now the QAnon actor. Like just today, we like a like video came out of him, like being like being like ah, the, all the rich people are are using uh, adrenochrome, and it's like look, they are, but I don't want to hear Jesus talking about it. Yeah, no, like yeah, Jesus. not Jesus, not Jesus, man. Come on, not he, Jesus, come, he, Jesus, come on. Jesus is supposed to have a better PR department than this, you know, like. They're called apostles. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, number four on the list is actually the person who inspired me to do this. Mm-hmm. Because... Osama bin Laden. <laughs> the person who inspired me to do <laughs> The person who inspired me to do this 9-11 birthday project, Mr. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> no, uh, I was watching the classic movie, Little Darlings on Paramount Plus the other day. Are you familiar with Little Darlings? No, but I think that probably tells me that you're not married and have no kids. If you're just like, I'm going to go deep on Paramount, on the Paramount Plus. <laughs> Paramount Plus is great. I got, oh, they got some good stuff over there. Sell uh, me on the Paramount. Cause look, I need it because I, I still haven't seen season three of Discovery. But get, get to sell me on the benefits of Paramount. First off, it's got the new Godfather three edit, which actually makes it semi pretty watchable. Oh, okay. How do they how do they do that by cutting out ninety nine percent of the movie? Yeah, they, and they re edited the the beginning like sequence where like it it starts off with like him and the the crooked uh, cardinal in the church, and it kind of like 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 mirrors like part one where it's like the Undertaker and Vito Corleone and the meeting and stuff. Are they like? Now with a hundred percent less of the director's daughter. Yeah, I, yeah, no, they, they 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 cut her uh they cut her down for sure. But no, I think I think the pacing of it's better. They kind of changed some of the music here and there. I don't know, it worked. Okay. All right, well, that's cool. I didn't it's, I did I did not know there was a I always hated Godfather Three. I I liked this recut, so I didn't know that they made a Godfather special edition. It's called Godfather Coda, the death of Michael Corleone. Well, they, from a branding perspective, it doesn't say Godfather 3, so it's already better. Okay. Um, Did they add a scene where, like, Jabba the Hutt says shit? No, and, and steps on the fucking... Uh, and, <laughs> and Han Solo so, steps on his tail. Steps on his, steps on his peats or something. <laughs> yeah, they, dude, didn't, no. they didn't do anything like that? They didn't no. do that. They didn't change the fucking FBI agent's guns to flashlights. 
Oh, then what am I even watching this for? Because uh, of Joe Montana? Well, you know, you, again, you've got my attention. <laughs> also, Paramount Plus has like a lot of the... Uh, like, I started watching Detroiters on there, Comedy Central show. Oh, that's true. That's a funny show. There's there's some good stuff on there. Like They got a lot of like all that Comedy Central stuff. And then, like I don't know, I'm thinking about starting to watch Blue Bloods. So I want to really just... just Kill some brain cells watching Tom Selleck and Donnie Wahlberg play super cops. I, there's something about that to me. Well, there. I mean, I need to start lowering the bar. I'm, I'm expecting too much out of TV nowadays, where I only like good shows. So I'm going to start watching real a few real stink bombs just to balance it out. Look, Blue Bloods has been on the air for like 40 years. Someone's watching Blue Bloods now. Now, um. With little with Paramount Plus, I, I think the one thing I need to sell you the most on is this movie with this actress on that's number four on the list here, is Little Darlings. Because okay, it's got young Matt Dillon, one of his okay. first roles. Uh-huh. It's got young Tatum O'Neill. Okay. 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 You listening? And then it's got young Cynthia Nixon, like real. This is from like nineteen eighty one, nineteen eighty when this movie came out. So very young Cynthia, like a thirteen year old or whatever. Former New York gubernatorial candidate. I'm going to say you should probably edit this part out of the podcast, Scott, where you're like, it's the youngest, hottest Cynthia Nixon. I'm not saying the youngest, hottest. It's just because, like, I just watched her and let it There's ride. There's a tone in your voice, Scott. Well, I just watched her and let it ride with. Uh, I do. I trust me. I don't think she's hot in this. God, are you on some kind of Cynthia Nixon bender? Well, what? she was in Let It Ride with Richard Dreyfus. Uh, um, and I just watched that recently, which is a great like horse racing movie. And she's pretty funny in that. She's probably in her early 20s in that one. But no, this movie is great because it's about, uh, okay, and then our 9-11 birthday, Miss Christy McNichol, also known from uh, Empty Nest. Now, Little Darlings is fantastic because it's about Christy McNichol and Tatum O'Neill meeting at summer camp. One's the rough girl from the wrong side of the tracks. The other is the rich girl socialite and uh they make a bet to see who can lose their virginity first at summer camp hot and the one girl i I don't know who this actress name is but she really encourages this whole arrangement because she's uh she plays the before girl in some commercial and she thinks she's hot shit because she's the before in the commercial (laughs) not not the after (laughs) it's pretty yeah like that made me really really laugh when i that i do like that that's a good game it's like yeah, especially for like a a girls' teen movie. It's like I, it's pretty funny that like my shit doesn't sink. I played the before, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and like and so Cynthia. That's why I was kind of being funny with Cynthia Nixon because she played like her right hand man kind of thing. She played that girl's consigliere, where like they were scheming to get these two other girls to fight against each other, and uh, Tatum O'Neill's character tries to seduce. A, a character like a camp counselor played by Armand Asante. I don't know if you're familiar with his work. I, I is this just a podcast where you're just going to talk about actors and the movie? What is this show? <laughs> I, I what is the Scott Bowser podcast? <laughs> Dude, Here's a list of this people is, this who is were born, born on a day when a bunch of people died, and now here's their youngest, sexiest role. I'm Scott Bowser, legendary <laughs> masturbator. <laughs> I did not masturbate to Little Darlings. There is a, a part of what uh, inspired all this. 
was I worked down the street from a strip club here in uh, Vegas called Little Darlings. And we're getting to the time of year now as school's ending out where it'll say like welcome local high school graduates like 2021 on their their marquee. Scott, I'm this I'm saying that you're not going to believe me when I say this, but I do have another podcast. To do okay, okay. Well, this with- is, uh, look, look, the fact that I'm saying that during the time when you're bringing up high schoolers getting jobs at a strip club that's named after the movie you just masturbated to I on the Paramount I, Network app. It's a coincidence. I'm not a Paramount a Plus masturbator. You're a Paramount Plus masturbator. You're okay. re- we got the final three here, and I think they're kind of funny, and then I got two right. exceptions, like two honorable okay. mentions. You- okay. All right, but seriously, you do have to. I, I am scheduled on five podcasts okay, today, right, and right. I just to, I just told them that I'd be a couple of minutes late. So we, we got it. We have to. We, we'll we'll whip through this next couple of minutes here. Okay, next all right, one. All right, let's go. Bashar al Assad, former president of Syria. Um, uh, next, uh, Taraji P. Henson from the show. Um, Not Taraji P. Henson. No. Yeah. Yep. That poor lady. And then number one, I think this is kind of funny. Tyler Lee Hawkland, because I have no idea who this guy is. And so he's an American actor, but they put him number one on the list. He's very handsome. I can see why he, they put him number one on the list. He, his, his looks are going to get some clicks. Now, the two honorable mentions that didn't that weren't on this list, but I saw in others. One, there's a, a TikTok star named Mark Bowling, 19 years old, who was actually born on September 11, 2001. So I, 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 I had to find one person to throw in that was actually born on the date. And then the other one, uh, this is really morbid. And um, um Dylan, call a mine shooter Dylan Clable was born on 9-11. Well, I'm glad you're using all the tact and gravitas in your voice for that last one. And finally, Dylan Clable born on, on 9-11. 9/11. Yeah, I'm try- Scott Bowser. I want to replace Bowser. Mike Wallace. On <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm Scott Bowser. Uh, and uh, so, so, uh, Sorry to bring you that sad and troubling news, but Please don't forget to use mybookie.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know you need to get going. Is there I'm anything? Sorry. You, I'm so sorry. Anything you to wanted go. to plug on your way out? Yeah. Look, if you like me being loud on this podcast, you'll love my podcast, The <laughs> Loudest Podcast. You can find it on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and everywhere you can find podcasts. You can find my podcast, The Loudest Podcast. Scott. I miss you. I love you. Miss you. Love Let's you have too, a buddy. gas station hot dog again soon sometime, okay? We will, dude. If I have to drive to New York to make it happen, I'll do it, dude. Bring it. We got quick marts here. All right, later, <laughs> handsome. All right. Have a good one, buddy. I will see you later. Thank you so much, Bye-bye. man. Bye-bye. And that was Asterios Coconos. Um, find him uh, at Asterios on Twitter. You can find the show at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Pod. Thank you, everybody, for joining the show this week. Next week, I got my friend Ben Cavett, and I got legendary degenerate Mike Byrne. So thank you, for everybody, for sticking around, and I will see you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>